Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine. My bestie. Yeah, my bestie too. I know. <laughs> I'm your bestie. You're my bestie. <laughs> we should write a song. Why? Why is... We could make it to an 80s song. All right, let's do that. Okay. Well, Catherine and I today are bringing a really exciting topic mm-hmm. because we grew up in the 80s. Right. I grew up a little bit ahead of her. How much older am I than you? Three years? Yeah, three. So three I was three years ahead of her. But like four grades. Whatever. <laughs> so you're a little bit more ancient. <laughs> you're still the Gen X, though. Okay. Yeah, we're both Gen X. Well. Which is 1965 to the end of uh, 79, 80. Oh. Mean, meaning you were born then? Yeah, born. You had to be born between 65 Oh my gosh, I just made it by a couple days. Because I was born at the very tail end of 1965. Right. Oh, wait. Then, then so, I, <laughs> I know, I was just thinking, well, if you were Never mind. January. Never mind, I would have been 66. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> okay, let's get into the topic, Catherine. Yeah, let's do that. All right, this is so exciting. First of all, I'm going to ask our listeners, do you remember the 80s? If you do or if you don't, doesn't matter. You're going to love this episode, so stay tuned. Mm-hmm. This is what we're going to do in this next 45 minutes to an hour. What that's, are we doing? That's about the length of our little shows here. Mm-hmm. First of all, we're going to reminisce. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Oh, it is fun. To yeah. reminisce. Yeah. Yeah, because we're going back to the 80s, baby. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're going to share what we loved about growing up in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to talk about music and fashion and TV shows and mullets. There we go. But not yeah. home decor. Not home decor because no, that, it was bad. That, that didn't make a comeback. But maybe we should talk about it because it's kind of funny. We can. Do you yeah. remember all the geese? There were flocks of geese I everywhere. Think, was that nineties though, or was that eighties? Well, I they mesh. I, rem- I think I rem- it's nineties. Well, I got married in eighty nine, so that would have been about right. And you had a goose on your porch. I I didn't have a goose on the porch, but I had them like in the house. It, it looked like just my whole house was just oh, blue. Oh, you showed and- me a picture of the bunnies and <laughs> the bunnies and the. Geese. Lace. The I had lace lo- and the I had checkered, a lot of lace. The checkered stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Stenciling. I stenciled everything. Uh-huh. Anyway, so that's what we're going to talk about today. And this episode is sponsored by Muffin and Pooh. Mm. Our Who are husbands. They? Yes. Ron and Kenny. Right. I have Ron. She has Kenny. Shout out to them. Yeah. Kenny and Ron. Yeah. Thanks for sponsoring the episode, guys. Mm-hmm. Keep going to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you did that pretty good. Sounds like we got one of those sound effects. I know. Buttons. I wish we did. Well, we kind of do. We've got you. All right. Well, let's let's just jump right in, Catherine. What did what did we love about the eighties? What did you love about it? Well, I loved the music, mm-hmm. the movies, mm-hmm. because there were some movies that came out of the eighties that were just epic, and then they tried to do sequels to them, and they tried, and they did. And was Jaws remakes. in the eighties? Uh, I think that's 70s. Well, I remember going to Jaws. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was scared out of my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was too. Well, how could you not be afraid of that music? Right. And <laughs> whoever directed it, I don't know. Was it it's, Was it Steven Spielberg? Spielberg? Might have been. He, he, you know, he was such a giant. He probably did. He might have directed that. Mm-hmm. We should have looked that up. But Jaws really was a powerful movie. What were some of the movies in the 80s? Some of the big movies of the 80s, some of the epics were Back to the Future. Loved it. Yeah. Still love it. Still watch it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, McFly. I know I love Biff. Biff. 
Yeah. And now when you see those guys, when you see the actors, you're like, wow. (laughs) Because I thought, I I think it was Biff. And even then in the 80s, he Uh had bags under his eyes then. Well. And he was a youth. Don't say nothing about no bags. Bags are back. Well, (laughs) (laughs) really. Just saying. Uh, It was the Spielberg era. I mean, he did E.T., Goonies, Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. Loved it. Phone home. Yes, for sure. That was very, very good. Uh, Ghostbusters. I'll just name a few. because they're But like the big epic ones, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Actually, Mm -hmm. that's who I'm thinking of. I still watch that one, too. You still watch it? I still watch it when it's on, sometimes. Oh, I yeah. didn't even know that it... Well, I guess Well, you it can would. get anything now. This, yes. At any time. Mm-hmm. Anytime you're feeling it, just... True. Mm-hmm. So not... Uh, Star Wars, was, that was actually the tail end of the 70s, mm-hmm. but Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi was, you know, very, very popular. Top Gun, Beverly Hills Cop. Did I say Ghostbusters? You did. Okay. My favorite... 16 Candles. I think that was my favorite. Yeah. And The Breakfast Club. Those oh, two. Gosh. I loved those two. And when you so, think about styles, mm-hmm. they came right out of The Breakfast Club and yeah. 16 Candles. And yeah. Remember the cool guy with the leather glove? Yeah. With no, you know, they were f- not fingerless, but the tips. Right, right, right. Like, why is that escaping me? Gloves but, were big. And his flannel. Yeah. It was so cool. <laughs> I remember Michael Jackson with his one glove. Yeah, right. <laughs> Do you think that, I, you know, I have wondered about that. Like, did he just lose a glove and he's like, wait, the show must go on. <laughs> he was a trendsetter. He did that totally Gosh. on purpose. Yeah, obviously. that's true. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of a hallmark. Yeah. Trademark. Yeah. So movies in the 80s, obviously it was huge. Mm-hmm. And it still is huge. They it, right it is that, and they're they still remake a bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. um, TV shows, as well. TV shows, yeah. So let are we going to talk about why the eighties are so popular right now? I think like we some of the theories. Yeah, let's why? let's go into those theories. Yeah, Catherine. some of the things. Like I, some of it you just kind of is like common knowledge, like mm-hmm. the the age of our of our youth, like that was we're all. I should say our, my, me and you. Mm-hmm. It was a coming of age time, right? And a lot of the 80s kids are at their creative peak now. Mm-hmm. So that's right. that's one theory. Um, it was a very nostalgic era. Mm-hmm. So there's a, um, that was one thing I found. The focus then was on art and not, weren't, you know, it's it wasn't saturated with content from every which way like we get now. Mm-hmm. And it's the way it goes. Like this, uh, the 70s romanticized about the 50s. You had shows uh, in the 70s like um, Grease and Happy Days, mm-hmm. American Graffiti, the movie that was kind of reflective of the sure. 50s or romanticizing it. Um, the 80s romanticized about the 60s. You had things like The Big Chill, The Wonder Years. Yeah. You know, and the 90s, they uh, romanticized about the 70s, Dazed and Confused, um, that 70s show. I never watched those, but I know I remember the commercials for them. Well, that makes sense to me because that's what we like to do as human beings is we like to look back and we like the the good old days. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be a good old days. Mm -hmm. Today is eventually going to become a good old day, you know. Yeah, 
Right. And and it makes sense that people who were growing up in the couple decades prior to that, mm-hmm. they are now, they have jobs, they're creators. Right. They're so the they're, ones that are making the stuff. Yeah, so they bring it back. But the interesting thing is, in the 2000s, it was the 80s. So from 2000 to 2010, the 80s was very popular. And it still yeah. is. So, so the 80s have taken up two decades of popularization if that's a word and uh like no other has in the past well that might make sense too i'm not an expert on um movie making and and creative content but it seems like in the 90s you didn't have as much musically going on as you did in the 80s and everything was huge back then you know, like, so we we didn't have the technology that we have today. Mm-hmm. You know, you kids today, whenever yeah. you want a song, all you have to do is press a button and you get that song. Mm-hmm. Back in the 80s, you had to listen to the radio. You had to have it on your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> or if you wanted your own personalized music, you sat by your boom box, box and you waited for that DJ to right. zip it <laughs> so that you could hit record. Yeah. Hopefully you had a fast hand you know and you yeah. you i literally spent a lot of time Doing i was going to bring you some of my to this podcast i was going to show you some of my cassette, my tapes. cassette tapes my mixes yeah <laughs> i had recorded live aid by oh, a wow. cassette yeah yeah so so because things were so different yeah. you know because um and maybe that's has something to do with the fact that it feels today like there's so much out there it's it's like totally saturated there's content everywhere there's music everywhere there's talk everywhere there's podcasts everywhere yeah (laughs) i always say it's the wild wild west of you know podcast world yeah free waves or whatever they call it because we couldn't do this back in the 80s no we'd have to be licensed and what's what's uh do you remember ham radio do you do you know what that is yes yes i do yeah a little bit so it's just like you know this ancient technology but people would do it and mm-hmm. they'd listen to the to, to talk to people on the radio shortwave radio too where you can uh hear radio from longer distance yeah, yeah. like i don't know the technological things about it but right. i just know that you could do that well it was a beautiful time growing up in the 80s and um I remember when MTV came out yeah that changed everything MTV changed everything it did because right. then you had your favorite bands, not only, okay, so you go from having to listen to the DJ waiting for your favorite popular music mm-hmm. to come on so that you could record it and then listen to it again and again and again, yeah. right? So right. you had that. And then you had the record store at the mall mm-hmm. where you could go buy a 45 or an LP or whatever. Yeah. And you bring it home and you put it on your little stereo, yeah. right, with the needle. <laughs> Sometimes yes, it gets scratched. With the needle, with the needle on the record. Yes. So you had that, but then they came out with MTV and all of a sudden you had, it was like a, like, like a window into a whole nother world of creativity mm-hmm. because you had the video, the audio, the creative story. Mm-hmm. Do you remember, um, Thriller? Do you oh, remember that video? Sure. Yeah. I mean, that was like a mini movie. Yeah. The timing was so good for those artists then too. Yeah. Because they exploded in a yeah. new way. You yeah. know, like you were saying. Hey, back to getting cassette tapes and mm-hmm. recording and all that. Did mm-hmm. you, do you recall taking the little, like if you had a um, a pre-recorded album and you got tired of it, do you remember taking the tabs, the little tabs off the cassettes so that oh, you yeah. could record on yeah. them? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And did you have a double 
cassette thing where you can record, um, like say a friend had a great mix yeah. and you wanted, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was know. just thinking about that recently. Yeah. So obviously. So when you grow up with the technology that you have, I mean, we thought that was like you know the bee's knees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> better than better sliced than eight, bread. Well, better than eight tracks. For sure. And I remember our parents had eight tracks. Mm-hmm. They had them in the car. They had, we had an eight track player that my mom used to play, like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever she listened to. Yeah. So it's just a, a totally different way now mm-hmm. with streaming and downloading and everything's at our kids' fingertips. Exactly. Literally. Yeah. Right. Did you have one of those big stereo cabinets in I, your house? Well, we did not have that. We had a small record player. Oh. But then, you know, I worked, so I, I saved up my money and I bought myself mm. a huge, <laughs> the speakers were as big as this table. They were yeah. so big and my room was very tiny, uh-huh. but I had my own setup and I saved all cool. my money and, you oh, know. That's awesome. Yeah. I got one for Christmas. I slept next to it. I was so excited. <laughs> my stereo <laughs> like not the, the the cabinet was a family thing you know yeah. a big stereo cabinet which I kind of took over and had it in my room yeah and then finally I got my own stereo but yeah Christmas those were big days yeah back there right and concerts were also a huge thing in oh, the 80s they were, yes you know kids would pile into cars and trucks and whatever and just go wherever the concert was you know that's what we what you did somebody was getting the tickets and everybody pulled their money together and you went to the concert what was the first concert you ever went donnie to? osmond donnie yes osmond. Oh, oh he was so dreamy oh my god donnie osmond awesome yeah i think my first was rick springfield mm. not bruce springsteen right you call me bruce <laughs> <laughs> rick springfield jesse's girl yeah. He like, wished that he had Jesse's girl. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Rick Springfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we went to a lot of concerts, my friends and I, you know, because um, we lived, well, Chicago was only like an hour and a half away mm-hmm. from us. So that's where we would go. We would just get on the road and up to Chicago. We mostly went to Wisconsin, like Alpine Valley, mm-hmm. Poplar Creek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. And those concerts were fun. And so, you know, you had... I, I suppose they obviously they still have concerts today, mm-hmm. but they when it's less um, every day that you get to experience your 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 band, mm-hmm. it's more special, you know. Because like even now they have social media. We did not have social media, right? So if you're really a big fan of mm-hmm. a current band mm-hmm. and you're following them on social media and you're trying to keep up with every move they make. Well, you can do that. Mm-hmm. But back then, you could not do that. So when you got to go to the concert, and remember the black concert t-shirts? We used to- oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Do yeah. you know I took notes at a concert once? Oh, brother. <laughs> for what? I wanted to have it forever. Like, I just, <laughs> I took notes like an idiot. <laughs> I I could smell which I later learned was oh weed. My. Oh, like and and here's like people smoking weed around me, and I'm taking notes like a dork. Something <laughs> smells. I think my friend farted. That's the weirdest. Smell. Somebody brought a skunk in here. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> oh my god. What concert was it? I think it was the Firm, which was like a like Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> 
like hooked up with the guy from Bad Company, some, somebody Rogers. And they, <laughs> I could just see you. Everybody around you is having a great time, and there's Catherine. <laughs> well, I was having a great time taking notes, trying not to miss anything. I don't know. I couldn't have done the lighter thing, though. Well, obviously. Because, like, how would I be able to do a lighter and take notes? I don't know. You are a certain kind of special, girl. Oh, well. What was your That's funny. favorite music or favorite song, do you think? Because the 80s, I mean, gosh. I don't even know if I could really pick one. Mm, yeah. I used to be on the Palm Squad in high school. Okay. Yeah, they called us the Skippets. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so I was a Skippet. And uh, my, my pals were with me, mm-hmm. you know, in there. And so we always did our routines to different songs, you know. So that was a lot of fun. We did a lot of Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I probably got more into music even when I was in college. And Madonna was just everywhere. Yeah. And my friend Teresa and I used to go to all the parties and dance. Yeah. Know? Yeah, dancing. Dance like an idiot. Just yeah. like a goof, you know. Oh, what's that one song? Dancing. Oh, it's um like a Billy Idol? I don't know. I don't know. But Teresa and I used to do goofy dances like we would make them up, you know, like we're, mm-hmm. we're going to do the lawnmower. And so we'd pretend like oh, we were, yeah. you know, we thought we were so c- clever. Right, right. <laughs> Um, so I I did enjoy dance music mm-hmm. in the eighties and um, had a lot of fun with that. So like you know Madonna, like a virgin, um, girls just want to have fun. Oh yeah, Cindy Lauper. Mm-hmm. I liked rock and roll too, though. So I liked Def Leppard and Billy Squire, and yeah. I went to I saw Queen. Did you? Sure did. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Freddie Mer- Mercury. Yeah. With my friend Lisa. Lisa and her mom, her mom took us to concerts a lot. Mm-hmm. And they, they both enjoyed music, good, really good music. So mm-hmm. we went to see Queen. It was, it was amazing. Yeah, I would imagine. They put on a good show. Well, that Freddie Mercury, he was a, a show guy. I yeah. mean, he was definitely, yeah. you know. Hugely talented. Right. Some of my favorites, I think, were Duran Duran. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I loved them. You know, I liked Men Without Hats, but I also liked, like, music from the 70s as well. Mm-hmm. But as far as, like, the pop music, boy, I could... Uh, I really liked Phil Collins and Genesis a mm-hmm. lot, too. But, um, yeah. His There's stuff so was many. smooth. You know, his stuff yeah. was like, uh, you know, you could just enjoy listening to it. Yeah. It was easy to listen to. Yeah. No Jacket Required. I remember I really liked that mm-hmm. album. Um, I liked Andy Gibb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Brothers Gibb. I used to have the posters and stuff in my room. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 There, there was just so much. And, you know, I can't believe who made a huge comeback was like now David Bowie. Yeah. I don't understand what that's all about. I mean, he was big. Well, but. I think. Well, I think now you see a lot of those bands doing comeback tours, and they're ancient. You know, they're yeah. they're, and I don't even know if they really have the pipes. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't like know. they try to sing, and I don't know if it sounds just yeah. right. Did he die though? Uh, who? Know. Billy Idol? No, no, David Bowie. Oh, I think he did. I think he did. We'll have to check. Yeah. But I, but I, here's what I think. This is just a total guess. I believe that if you have a fan base and you still have fans out there, give the people what they want. That's right. You know, I mean, so 
if you can figure out how to get in front of them and you're you're going to go right back. That's the beauty of music. It can take you right back mm-hmm. to a different season of your whole life. Right. So if you want to escape today, mm-hmm. listen to the music that you listened to back in. Yeah, he died well, in 2016. Oh, David okay. Bowie. Well, there, that talking about artists being able to bring back, mm-hmm. you know, music of the past or nostalgia, that I don't know if it's a band or just one guy, but The Weeknd, who did the uh, entertaining who performed at the, um, what do you call it? Oh, my God, the football thing. The um, Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl, jeez. The football thing, that yeah, thing, yeah. The Super Bowl thing. He performed, and he's like an 80s thing. And, you know, like the kids are our kids, your son in particular, mm-hmm. you know, they're in their 20s, and they were saying that music today stinks. Like they don't yeah. have, people can do whatever they want now. You don't have to be, you don't have to have a record label and people are constantly putting music out according to what our kids yeah. are saying. And there's nothing really good to choose from, like the, like the music of the 80s where there was real talent. Well, you had to sit at the edge of your, you know, bed and practice the guitar forever mm-hmm. and ever and ever and ever and ever until you got it right. Noticed. You had right? to get noticed. Yeah. So it was different. Yeah. Well, I, I did a brain dump of the things that I remembered about the 80s. I can't wait to hear it. I got one, too. Okay. So I remember, I, I don't know if this was the 80s or the late 70s, but I remember when Ronald Reagan was shot. Yes. I do believe that. Well, well I think well, it was early 80s. You're going to Google well, I'm it. I'm going to Google it. <laughs> um, so I remember that. And I remember the Cold um, War. The Cold War. I don't actually really remember that. I don't think I was paying attention. Okay, it was 1981 that he was shot. So just barely. Yeah, and I remember them announcing it in school over the intercom that the president had been shot. So Mm -hmm. that was a big thing. It was a big thing. I remember being in my mom's Chevy Caprice, and it came over on the radio. Yeah. And we just got to the baseball field, I think. And uh, I was telling my friends what I heard on the radio. Yeah, That's how I remember it. Horrible. Yeah. Okay. And then I remember Greece, which yeah, that was, was 70s too. Yeah, though. but it was like such a big part of um, the 80s. Yeah, and it was a big part of like junior high, like mm. Halloween. Everybody was dressing up like Greece and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I remember Aquanet by the oh, I put by that the down truckloads. Too. I put that down too. <laughs> I remember loads and loads of mascara. And just, yeah. like, really making it, like, my. I remember one time I went to my grandma's house, and mm-hmm. I had just put on mascara. Like, it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. And she could not stop laughing. She, <laughs> she was <laughs> laughing so hard. She said, it looks like two big tarantulas climbed up uh. on your face, and they're sitting on your eyes. I'm like, thanks, Grandma. <laughs> puffy sleeves. Yeah, shoulder pads. Yeah, big, big puffy sleeves. And mm-hmm. then bridal wear in the 80s. Mm-hmm. I remember going from hats to wreaths. You know, like a lot of people had the the veil had kind of gone away and it was hats for a long time with a veil on it. Mm -hmm. And then it was wreaths, you know, with a a wreath. Yes. Yes. Hanging off your head. I had a wreath on my head. Oh, did you? (laughs) I did. (laughs) Kenny, you know, well, he had said to me, I mean, he's so easygoing. He doesn't care about anything. But he I remember him saying, uh, don't wear one of those things on your forehead <laughs> like the crowny thing yeah yeah that kind of went said. down like a yeah, like a vampire right. thing i know what you mean mm-hmm. yeah all right um I, we already talked about madonna and cindy lopper the very popular mrs pac-man not pac-man mrs pac-man oh i yes. used to play that in the 80s oh very good okay i remember riding around so in the 50s you would call it cruising just like yeah. cruising town mm-hmm. like looking for kids to hang out with mm-hmm. in the 80s we called it riding around so 
Mm-hmm. So we would just say to our friends, you want to go riding around? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we would go look for other kids. Right. <laughs> because we would hang out in grocery store parking lots. Anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. We, we were having this conversation with our grown kids mm-hmm. who, obviously, they were born not in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> but they don't do that anymore. Because if you went, if kids today went riding around or cruising looking for other kids, they wouldn't find them. Because they're not yeah. out. They're not out and about. Right. Everything for us in the 80s was outside of the house. Mm-hmm. Except for MV- MTV. I mean, you could you could do an MTV thing mm-hmm. in the house. But you yeah. can't do that all day. <laughs> so, so you would get out of the house. So that was fun. Yeah. Um, Casey Kasem in yes, the top 100. I put, I put that down too. Yep. Love that. Mm-hmm. Dick Clark and the American yes. Bandstand. Man. All that stuff made music what it was. Yeah. And... It, we weren't saturated with all these other things, so your attention was focused. Yeah. And you had to catch American Bandstand when it was on. Yes, you did. Because you didn't all have of, any well, way to actually, record it. All of these things. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. you had to pay attention. And then my last one is we had the original Zoom. Oh, yeah. Remember Zuma, that? Zuma, 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 Yeah, Zuma. the program. Yep, so I do. That, those are the things that first came to mind. Yeah. You know, I was reading an article that said that uh, the ratings for these popular TV shows mm-hmm. that they had in the 80s, nothing has compared to it since then. But part of it could be there's there's uh, so many other things that people are exactly. looking at. Because it's all so, splintered. Right. Before, you basically didn't have that much of a choice. No. You, you, you had mentioned MTV. We didn't have cable, so I only got to see it if I went to a friend's house. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but... That was a bummer, not having MTV. But, yeah, we didn't have it either, but Betsy did. <laughs> <laughs> Betsy. I went to Betsy's house. Oh, I hear a lot about Betsy. <laughs> I loved her. I still love her. I haven't seen her in a long time. Shout out to Betsy. Hi, Betsy. All right. So I did a brain dump as well. Yeah, what'd you say? I said boom boxes uh, and mixed tapes, yep. which I loved to do. Atari, uh, MTV, breakdancing. Parachute Pants, Mullets, Steven Spielberg, John Hughes. Mm. Loved all his films. Steven Spiel- Spielberg, which we mentioned already. Uh, hair Bands and Converse High Tops. Do you remember those banana clips? Yes. I don't know. Uh, when you said I hair bands, 90s. I mean, I, I was, I know what you're talking about, bands, but yeah. but I remember those banana clips that would like go along your head and pull all your hair yeah. together and it would make it look like a mohawk yeah mohawks of mohawk yes, mohawk mohawk the punk like yeah. punk became popular sure especially did. in england it, it just i remember being like what i mean the spiky hair yeah. and it's interesting the contrast between the 70s and the 80s so the 70s earthy colors you know hair parted in the middle and just hang in there you know not too much of a style other than farrah fawcett you know kind of feathered look Uh, i don't think they were looking at her hair but whatever (laughs) well girls were like i wanted my hair feathered like that yeah and it was but the contrast you know the earthy tones and then the 80s just that bright vivid pink and neon yeah the pendulum swung right such a contrast okay uh Nike, I believe, came out in the early 80s, mm-hmm. real early. Acid wash jeans, cereal boxes. And I say that because I guess that Ronald Reagan had lifted the um, ban on, like, with marketing to kids. 
and he basically was like let let the marketers do what they do so like cereal boxes had like all those things to read they had the prizes yes, they, they really the marketed in there the, the cereal like cookie jarvis or something like that <laughs> fruit loops you know like that all became popular in yeah. the 80s yeah i wasn't allowed that kind of cereal but it's probably why you were taking notes at the concert yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, punk, like I said, spiked up hair. Rubik's Cube. Mm-hmm. Juice bars, which I never got to go to that either, but I know that they were around. Do you remember those? Yeah, like Jamba Juice? Like that kind of a juice bar? No, they were like a teen's version of a bar. No, so, I don't recall juice bars. Yeah. I think there were some in like Joliet, okay. Chicago, but none where yeah. I was. And IROC, the car, you know, oh, IROC. Yeah seem like all the guys wanted well and some girls and delorean car yeah from i don't the back to the future thing yeah right i was never into cars i, I, I was never care. into them but i just know like that sticks out yeah like people had them you know what we had back in the day so this went through i guess we had it from the 60s the 70s and the 80s we had a party line oh for our yeah. phone wow we did not have that that was yeah. Well, our little town where I grew up, mm-hmm. you know, they they were behind technology-wise on a lot of things. And mm-hmm. one of those things was the, the town had its own telephone company. And wow. we had a switchboard operator who would, you know, connect you and stuff. Wow. So when I was in junior high and high school, you know, mm-hmm. if you wanted to use the phone, mm-hmm. you had to share one line with four houses on your block. So if somebody else was on the phone, you couldn't use it. Not just somebody else in your house. It was the one line was for four houses. I can't imagine that. To me, that's like your milk being delivered. We had that too. (laughs) Like, wow. Well, and then so like if if you picked up the phone and you could hear people talking, Mm -hmm. you would just, because there's no light or indicator or anything like that. You don't know if somebody's on the phone until you pick it up. Mm. And then you would have to go, oops, and put it back down. Or you or, could go, you could go, or, hmm, what are they going to say? Yeah. Yeah. So we had party lines. And now look at the contrast to today. What do children have today? Mm-hmm. They have their own individual cell phone, right. which is also a computer. Yeah. And they can text and they can email and they can, what do they call that? The um, chat, not chat. Snapchat? Um, yeah, Snapchat. That's it. Mm-hmm. Oops. Snapchat and Snap, Snapchat. <laughs> Whatever. Remember it is. when we had fun when we discovered that? Yeah, we discovered Snapchat at the beginning of the pandemic because yeah. we're so old. We had we had never really dove in we there. Were really late to the party. It had been around for a while. I know, but it was so entertaining. Yeah. Put making our faces into those other little <laughs> things. We were so stupid. <sighs> anyway, well, um, Let's talk about clothes for a little bit mm-hmm. and fashion because yeah. it does seem like mom jeans are back. I did not think mom jeans were ever going to come back. I didn't either. They made fun of it on, you know, Saturday Night Live, things like yeah. that. And I even was like, ugh, I have them on today. I don't know who had the thought of let's make jeans that go like, you know, hug the hips. Yeah. And then the fat just hangs over and you get that muffin top. <laughs> Who thought of that? It had to be I a think, man. You know, in the seventies the, the yeah, low they hip did have thing. That. And I think people were slimmer then, you know? For sure. And then when the nineties came around and Spandex. those bell bottoms and the low waist things were, you know, 
back in style again, but people were bigger. Yeah. <laughs> and so... <laughs> That's because of the sugar and the cereal and all yeah, of that. Yeah, because wasn't it the 70s? That's when, like, Coca-Cola discovered high fructose corn syrup? And I they were know. using. Yeah, but I think so. It's all a plot. It's a ploy. Yeah. Well, um, styles like that, like the, the mom jeans that are back, that's shocking to me. <clears throat> Mullets. Mm. It's also shocking to me that the young boys want mullets again. Yeah, my two nephews had them. I'm shocked. I know. And I they looked cute. And I every now and then, I, th- I think I was with you, we passed somebody, a yeah. young guy doing yeah. some lawn work or something. He had a mullet. Yeah, and both of our guys had mullets back in the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big long mullets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was that saying? Party up, f- no. no, business up front, party in the back. Yeah, haha. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, as we said, the home decor in the 80s was yeah. atrocious. Yeah. That did not make a comeback. I don't believe, anyway. Yeah. I don't think so. Okay, so my parents had, they, they renovated our living room mm-hmm. in, like, I think I was in junior high, so that would have been the 80s-ish or late 70s. Anyway, they got one of those couches with the printed flowers and oh, like yeah. a scene on it you know like a oh in the autumn colors yeah with a deer maybe yeah uh-huh. yeah and then my mom was like she had waited a long time to get all this stuff together and mm-hmm. she was so happy about it all so she got the couch and then she bought one of those couch covers to go over it to preserve oh, it yeah you know mm-hmm. and so we never saw the scene again <laughs> that was it for the scene and when we saw it when the couch was delivered, and then we're oh. like, oh, now we have a brown couch cover. Hey, at least that, that she didn't have the vinyl. Remember that? I do. Generations before us, they would keep the plastic on yeah. the, the sofas and things, and you'd stick to it in the summer. And Yeah. My friend, my friend's parents had that in their like living room where nobody went. Yeah. You, you You're know. right. <laughs> Nobody could go in there, mm-hmm. and it was just for looking just at. Just to look at. And then cleaning. My friend used to have to vacuum and dust, like, every Saturday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Fun. Yeah. So home decor was not so great. Um, the fashions, I, I felt like the fashions were um, trendy. Like, they were different, you know. Well, for sure they were. They were very that's different. What, that's what you love about fashion. Oh, my gosh. And the kids today, uh, they're buying that stuff. There are websites where you can get the whole look. Yeah. And some boutiques have yeah. uh, the whole 80s thing. And like I said, it's been around a couple decades now. My daughter, Ellis, the youngest one, she wears those half shirts, you know, mm-hmm. and the waist high. I'm kind, I'm glad the waist <laughs> up because I hate when I bend with yeah. the low waist <laughs> Everything Just, falls apart. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, this has been so fun yeah. to reminisce and talk about the 80s. Did you have anything else that you wanted to say about no, the 80s? No, that was really it. Pretty much got yeah. it. All right. Well, we thought we would close our little podcast here with some encouraging scripture, mm-hmm. as we always do. Yeah. So we thank you for, for listening today. And the scripture comes from Ecclesiastes chapter 3. So pretty exciting we don't go to that book that often right yeah yeah and it's verses one through eight of chapter three and it's a time for everything mm-hmm. it says there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens a time to born to be born and a time to die this i know this is like the words of a song but at yeah. fir- first it was the bible just it saying. was right <laughs> a time to plant and a time to uproot a time to kill and a time to heal 
a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away. <laughs> I should be doing that through my closets and stuff. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. Yeah. There literally is a time for everything. Yeah. And, you know, life is short. Mm -hmm. And if you are, um, you know, any, I think anybody who's over like 35, 40, that age group, I think you realize it more and more mm -hmm. that time is just fleeting and it's just gone oh in a boy. in a blink yeah you know so the 80s feels like it was a million years ago to to some of us yeah you know it does so enjoy the lord mm -hmm. number one mm -hmm. and um enjoy your time enjoy whatever season that you're in i think that's you know all we can do yeah all right so we have a call to action as we also try to do every episode and what is that we're asking you to share our little podcast. Yes. Share it. If you are listening to us, um, wherever you're listening from, we know that we have listeners all over the world. We're looking at a map in our little pod lab here. Mm -hmm. And we need to do some updating because we have some new we should listeners yes. from several countries that I've never been to. Shoot, man, I've barely been out of <laughs> Illinois, to be honest. But um, so w we just ask if you are enjoying what you're hearing here at the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast, would you share it with somebody? Somebody that you know needs to be encouraged. Yeah. Somebody that you know needs a laugh. Right. And they just need silliness. That's that's what we provide. They need a break. Yeah. A break from their everyday routine. Mm -hmm. So share this podcast with your friends, with your family, uh, with your neighbors. And um, yeah, because unlike the radio of the 80s and yesteryear, right. we're relying completely on right. people spreading the, the word. word. Yeah, we're kind of going backwards, like word yeah. of mouth. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So we appreciate that. Our next episode is on self-talk. Mm -hmm. That's going to be good, too. Yeah. So the things that you say to yourself and why it matters. I think it's going to mm. be a powerful episode. Yeah. That really has the potential to to do some great things. Well, you've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. And I'm still comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm still Catherine. See you next time. Bye-bye.